Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022, and this is day 1500 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you above all others. We glorify you to the fullest. There is no one like you, our sovereign God. Thank you for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life so that we could go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for each and every day we're on this earth. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is Last Day's Demons. Last Day's Demons. I've been talking to several people, and every time we get into just a regular conversation, uh, one of the things that, that so many of them bring up is, how rough it is and how the attacks of the enemy are are greater than ever before out of all the years they've served the Lord. And and these are the last days. And one of my sisters uh, in the the Lord uh, talked to her um, uh, Sunday and we were talking and she said, these are last days beast. Yeah, and they are. (laughs) It's real. You're not just imagining things. So let's learn a little bit more about what to what we need to be doing, what to expect, how to deal with these demons that come up on us or come to attack us. Uh, They can't um, uh, consume us. Uh, They can try to oppress. Uh, But yeah, if you are a believer and and Jesus is in you, then they can't abide in, in this vessel, in this temple. But if you are empty inside, you don't know Jesus, then um, they they can come in and consume you. Uh, but Jesus uh, is the key. <laughs> no reason to be fearful. We have power uh, over demons. And uh, yeah, the word I was looking for, they cannot possess us. Uh, they can try to oppress, uh, but... That's as far as they can go as a child of the king, if you are a child of the king. Uh, And if you are not, God loves you too, and this is for you as well. So Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10, this tells us who we're fighting and how we are to equip ourselves. He says, this is Paul speaking, he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So understanding that these demons that 
um, we fight, but we're not fighting them in the flesh. We fight them in the spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit who is in us. Uh, these are in heavenly in the heavenly realm. So Satan is not, uh, we always say, under my feet and in hell. No, no, he's in the world right now in this world system. And his imps, demons, have all have assignments. Uh, so these are those, again, rulers, authorities, powers, and spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And I want to say this, um, that first of all, he says, when the day comes of evil, it is not if, but when. And we need to be ready at all times, even when things seem to be going just perfectly fine, you still need to be girded with your full armor of God. And the breastplate of righteousness, one of the things that happens so often to us and has happened to me many times over these last several you know, months or so is our heart is broken and, and our heart is exposed. And that is where the enemy will attack us so often is in our heart. Uh, to give us a broken heart. And broken hearts are real. And I want to encourage you today to continue to make sure to have on the full armor of God, not to expose anything. All right. And in doing so, we're saying, Lord, protect me. I put on every day. I'm, And this is just what I'm saying out loud. Uh, you know, I put on my uh, breastplate of righteousness, my belt buckled of truth. And, and then it says, and, and, um, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So we've got this shield of faith that we use that will protect us from the fiery darts that the enemy is throwing. And I'm saying right now they're fiery bombs that are being thrown because these are the last days and the enemy knows that he has only a short period of time to gather as many followers as he can. He's also, Paul says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And the helmet of salvation is to protect our mind so that we continue to have the mind of Christ. And then the sword uh, of the spirit uh, is the word of God. We cannot leave without it. We need to be equipped with the word of God daily. And then this is something we often miss. He says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. He says, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. So he was locked up. He was in prison at the time. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. 
And we need to be praying for all the leaders, uh, those that are out preaching the word of God, praying for your families, praying for the leaders of this country, uh, not just believers, but everyone that they will uh, that they will be able to see uh, that they need Jesus, that they need a savior. I have several scriptures I'm going to read to you today. So let me get to my point. Okay. So first of all, let me just say this. God is getting his church ready. He is cleaning house. And and these last days, he's going to know, we're going to know who is steadfast and unmovable for the Lord. So number one, point number one, have the attacks from the enemy been getting more forceful, more frequent, more pressurizing, or more personally connected? If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are more than likely experiencing these these more than ever before since you've been saved. That's because these are the last days before the rapture occurs when the believers will be caught up in the air to be with Jesus. And I'm going to share that with you. I really believe uh, in giving you the word, not just what I say, but what the what does the word of God say? So I, I think it's important to always do that. First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, verses 13 through 18 says, again, Paul speaking, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. He's saying those that are asleep, he's calling them sleep, they're, they're dead. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Those who were believers who died. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words, you see, and this is an encouragement, my brothers and sisters. Then comes the seven-year tribulation. And uh, j- let me just go to um, Revelation uh, chapter 6. Uh, so Revelation chapter 6. Start the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave me lots of scriptures today for you. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 6. And... Uh, starting at verse one. And and so this is just the beginning right after the rapture takes place. Then the seven year tribulation begins. So Revelation six and one says, and this is John. And this is John who was caught up in the spirit. He was sent to an island. He was the last of the disciples. And uh, he was sent to the island called Patmos. Uh, They're isolated to die. 
uh, all the other disciples had been killed and, and, and now he was left to die. Well, while he was there, he was caught up in the spirit through the Holy Spirit and he was given the book of Revelation. And he's saying, I watched as the lamb opened, the lamb is Jesus. I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures saying a voice like thunder, come. I, he says, I looked and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow and was given a crown and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And I want you to understand that this rider on this white horse, if we're not careful, we'll think it's Jesus, but it's not Jesus because this rider has a bow. Uh, Jesus has a double-edged sword. Remember, the enemy mimics the Lord, but he, he can't be God, so he mimics him. That's the first rider. Then it says, when the lamb opened the second seal, and these seals are seals of judgment that are poured out upon the world. He says, when the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, come. Then another horse came out, fiery red, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say come i looked and there before me was a black horse its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hands and that represented famine then i heard what sounded like a voice uh, among the four living creatures saying two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine when the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. And Hades is the holding place where those who will go be judged at the final, at the great white throne judgment, will be going to hell. All right, so it says, uh, its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beast of the earth. And there are other seals that are open. I'm just, I'm not going to go into all of it. We'll be talking more about this uh, tomorrow, and uh, so I want to continue it. Uh, the first of the this is this represents the first of the three part judgment. All right, so these three part judgments consist of the scroll judgments, and there are seven of those. And then the second one is the trumpet judgments, and there are seven of those. And then the third one are the bowl judgments, and they get progressively worse. And and the introduction of the four horsemen which i just read to you the white horse red horse black horse and the pale horse we will cover more again on this i'll continue tomorrow on that so point number two so how do we deal with all this evil coming at us first understand that as believers we will suffer for christ's sake 
Judgment will begin with God's household. 1 Peter 4.16-19. through 19. Let me go there. 1 Peter 4.16-19. through 19. And it says, However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will that outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what shall become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to good, do good. This is what we should do. Continue to do good. Second, understand that we do have an enemy, the devil. So <clears throat> the devil in, in uh, 1 Peter uh, 5, 8 through 9 says, Be alert and sober mind, of sober mind. For your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. So it's not just you or me. All of us are going through. The body of Christ represents everybody in the whole world who believes in Jesus. All right, third, we should, I mean, yeah, third, understand that division will happen even with those closest to us. And in Luke uh, chapter 12, uh, starting at verse 51, I told you I've got a lot of verses today, but I think it's very important that you hear uh, what the word of God says. All right, so Luke chapter 12, starting at verse um 51 through 53. Jesus is speaking here. He says, do you think I came to bring peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five and a fam one family divided against each other. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. I can tell you for a fact, this is happening right now in my very own household. And God is still in control. And I know he will prevail. Then fourth, we should trust God. We must be humble and make sure we humble ourselves to fully trust him. <clears throat> and uh, in, first, uh, in first Peter... Uh, chapter 5. Let me go back there. First Peter chapter 5. No, it's just there, right? <laughs> First Peter chapter 5 uh, at verses 5, 6, and 7. 5 <clears throat> and 5, 6, and 7. So he says, in the same way, you who are younger, um, yeah, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. Let me make sure I'm reading the First Peter 5, 6, and 7. I'm sorry, let me go down to 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And we must cast all your anxiety, and in another translation it says, all your cares on him, because 
he cares for you. Make sure to do that. Don't try to carry that yourselves. And then uh, the last one, James chapter 4, verse 7 through 10. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and well. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So please understand that the worldly standards, systems, and philosophies cannot equip or empower us for these demonic forces. Only our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit. So don't think it's strange that you're going through all these rough things that are unlike anything you've ever dealt with before. You know, I love my family, my siblings, my children, my mother, my father. However, we're all at different levels in Christ. Some totally against Jesus. Some are lukewarm. Some are carnal-minded. Some uh, who are running still from God. I've chosen to love them, but I will not participate in things with them that go against God's will or God's word. You know, I even encountered one family member who shifted so much and it was the enemy working uh, through her that said, you know what, Uh, it's time for you to get out of the church. It's time for you to leave the church. I'm going to do something different. And so I did. But God is in control and many times, and this is what I've seen, what Satan meant for evil, God meant for good. And I'm going to tell you, it was the best thing that could have ever happened. And this was like less than a month ago. I remember another family member a few years ago uh, who loved the Lord, uh, who said so, but uh, wasn't at that level yet of maturity. And she was having a a stripper pole uh, exercise class in her house uh, and invited uh, different ones out. And uh, I refused to attend. Because I knew what the depths of that was all about. For me, uh, early on in my my walk with Christ, uh, I had uh, unforgiveness. And because of the love of the saints for me, they came to me and let me know, you have unforgiveness in your heart. You see, when you truly love one another, you're going to let them know the truth to set them free. The truth, the word of God, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except through me, he says. And so when people let you know the truth according to the word of God, that's because they love you. So none of us are exempt. Uh, We can all fall. We can all slip, but God has given us a way out. And that is through unbelief, repenting and saying, please forgive me, Lord, turning away from that sin. Excuse me for having to clear my throat. So I encourage you today to continue to fight in the spirit, to continue to be fully clothed in your armor, to be ready. Get in that word of God every single day. 
um, pray for all people and being aware of God is cleaning house in his house first. Then the rest will come. If you don't know Jesus, this is your day. This is the ultimate. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is what we all need. And that is what this whole battle is about. To accept Jesus as your Savior. If not, the enemy wants to take you for himself and will be with, in hell with him for eternity. Oh man, but God loves you. That's why he's waiting. He says, not yet, not yet. There's still some. God is the only one who knows the day or the hour that he will come for his people. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to take us, check us out on tzonekc.org. Um, check out our what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. Please become a partner. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.